the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. His hands raised, and as long as his hands were raised, Israel would prevail. When he got tired and weary and his hands started to come down, Amalek and the Amalekites would prevail. And so Aaron and Hur got on one on each side of him and they held his arms up for him. It's good to have an Aaron and a Hur in your life. Someone who can come alongside you and support you and pray for you. Many times you try to handle things on your own because you don't want to burden others with your struggles. That only works so many times before you realize you can't always do it on your own. You need people who will support you. Today, Pastor Dan will show you how even Moses needed the support of his brothers to hold him up during a long, tough battle. You need at least one person to hold you up in times when your strength is failing, be it literally holding your arms up or through praying for you. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Exodus chapter 17 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. of Israel, they were, they were eating the manna every day, enjoying the manna, bread from heaven every morning, feeding on the manna. They were obeying the commandment of the Lord. The Lord said, let's move to Rephidim. We're going to go to Rephidim. All right, we're obeying the commandments of the Lord. And the Lord brought them as they're, they're eating the manna, they're obeying his commands, commandments. The Lord brought them to Rephidim where there was no water. To create in them a thirst So he could then satisfy that thirst with living water. And and maybe you're here tonight and maybe you would say, you know what? I'm eating the manna every morning. I'm in the word every morning. I'm spending time with Jesus every single day. I'm reading my Bible. I'm praying. I'm in fellowship. I'm here on a Thursday night. My wife's out of town. I came to church anyways. I'm walking in obedience to the commandments of the Lord. I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to do, but I still feel thirsty. I still feel dry. There's a dryness in my life. I still feel unsatisfied. There's something lacking. There's something still missing. What am I doing wrong? Well, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just that sometimes the Lord will bring us to a place in life that creates a thirst for more of him. Sometimes he brings us to Rephidim 
where we just desire more of him, where it creates a thirst for more of God in our lives, where we just we have this hunger and this thirst for more righteousness. And he brings us to that place. Not that we're doing anything wrong, not not that we're walking in disobedience. We're eating the manna every day. I'm in the word every day. I'm keeping his commandments. I'm walking in the ways I'm supposed to walk here. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. But he brings us to this place that creates a thirst in us. A deeper thirst so that he can then refresh us with the Holy Spirit. So that he can then satisfy us with the living water of the Holy Spirit and he can fill us afresh with the Holy Spirit. Again, if if you're here tonight and and you would say, "I'm, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. But there's still something lacking. What what is it? The Holy Spirit. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You need the living water that Jesus Christ provides. That's why he's brought you to this place. It's not that you're doing something wrong. It's just he's brought you to a place where you need to be filled with the Spirit. He's brought you to a place where you need living water that he provides. Ephesians 5 says, continually be filled with the Spirit. And the Lord will keep bringing us to a place where we need to be filled with the spirit, where there's just this thirst there. There's hunger there for more. We need more of him, more living water. You know, Numbers chapter 20. The children of Israel will once again be without water. They'll be thirsty. But this time the Lord will tell Moses to speak to the rock instead of striking the rock. Again, the rock is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was struck once for our sins. He doesn't need to be struck a second time for our sins. He died for our sins once and for all, it says in Hebrews. When he was on the cross, he cried out, it is finished. There's nothing more that needs to be done for our sins. He paid it all. He doesn't need to be crucified again. So now we can just speak to the rock. Now we we have this thirst in us, we're we're at Rephidim, and we can just speak to the rock. We can just come to him and ask for living water. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And so the Israelites drink this water from the rock, and it's a picture of the living water of the Holy Spirit that Jesus provides. Now, go back to Exodus chapter 17 and watch what happens so now they've got manna woo, and we've got living water coming out of the rock things are good look what happens in verse 8 now Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim they get ambushed by Amalek and the Amalekites now As you know, in the wilderness, water was scarce. Water is scarce. Now, the Israelites, they've got a river of living water, and they get attacked for the water. We see elsewhere in the Bible where people fought over water, especially back in the book of Genesis. They would fight over wells and and that kind of thing. And up to pretty recent history, up until the 20th century even, the Bedouins who lived in that region of the Middle East, they would go to war to fight over water sources. Even today, the Bedouins have a saying, count your men before you go down to the watering place. Because you might get attacked. 
for your water. Amalek attacked Israel because they've got water now. And so there's this surprise attack, this ambush. Now, in the scriptures, if you're taking notes, Amalek is a picture of the flesh. The flesh. The flesh. Listen, give me your attention. The flesh will ambush you. Anybody here ever experienced that? Getting ambushed by your flesh? Wow, I didn't see that coming. Wow, how did I end up here? And, and when was Israel ambushed by Amalek? Right after enjoying water from the rock? When are we often ambushed by our flesh? Right after we have like a spiritual experience with the Lord, right after a Bible study, right after a quiet time, right after spending time with the Lord, right after we're filled with the Holy Spirit. Amalek and the Amalekites will ambush us. Amalek and the Amalekites were descendants of Esau, also a symbol of the flesh. And the Amalekites liked to make surprise attacks against the people of God and prevent them from making progress and following God. They do this throughout the wilderness wanderings. Amalek, from this point forward, is always going to be an issue for the children of Israel. And they're always going to be doing these surprise attacks, just like the flesh Just like the flesh for us, the flesh tries to prevent us from following God and walking in his ways. Galatians chapter 5 verse 17 says, For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. There in Galatians it says the spirit and the flesh are contrary to one another. Meaning your flesh never wants to do what's spiritual. Your flesh doesn't want you to read the Bible. Your flesh doesn't want you to pray. Your flesh doesn't want you to come out on Thursday nights. Your flesh doesn't want you to, and, and we've, I've said this before, you know, when you get home tonight and you sit on the edge of your bed and you try to pray, you're going to quickly doze off. You sit on the edge of your bed tonight and surf social media, you can do that for hours. Why is that? Because your flesh is contrary to the spirit. And if you want to do something spiritual, your flesh is going to be against that. If you want to do something that feeds the flesh, your flesh is like, I'm all in. Let's do this until one o'clock in the morning. You know, no problem. Because your flesh is always contrary to the spirit. Again, Galatians says, that's why you do not do the things you wish you do. And so Israel suffered a surprise attack from Amalek. Now, if you're taking notes, you can jot down Deuteronomy chapter 25, verses 17 and 18. Deuteronomy 25, verses 17 and 18. I'll read it to you for the sake of time. Remember what Amalek did to you on the way as you were coming out of Egypt. Look what, listen, how he met you on the way and attacked your rear ranks, all the stragglers at your rear, when you were tired and weary, and he did not fear God. Amalek attacked those who were falling behind the group, those who were detached from everyone else, the stragglers, those at the rear of the group. That's who Amalek goes after, the stragglers people that are way in the back, not keeping up. 
When does your flesh attack? Who does your flesh attack? The stragglers. The people are kind of detached from the body of Christ, detached from real meaningful fellowship. People that have kind of separated themselves, those are the people that get get ambushed. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. Where is it the safest? Right in the middle of the group. Right up towards the front, pressing into the Lord. That's where you're safest. That's where you're less likely to get ambushed by your flesh. You're pressing in to the Lord. You're in fellowship. You're around other believers all the time. You're less likely to get ambushed. So look at verse 9. So they get attacked by Amalek and the Amalekites. And Moses said to Joshua, choose us some men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow... I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So this is the first mention of Joshua here in the Bible. Joshua will become Moses' successor. And so Joshua did as Moses said to him, and he fought with Amalek. But notice, and Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand with the staff in it, that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy. And so they took a stone and they put it under him and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So as this battle is going on, Moses has his his, his hands raised, and as long as his hands were raised, Israel would prevail. When he got tired and weary and his hands started to come down, Amalek and the Amalekites would prevail. And so Aaron and Hur got on one on each side of him, and they held his arms up for him. It's good to have an Aaron and a Hur in your life, someone who can come alongside you and support you and pray for you especially when you're being attacked by Amalek. And you can text them or call them and say, hey, I'm struggling with my flesh right now. Could you hold up my hands for me in prayer? Because I don't want to be defeated by my flesh. You need an Aaron. You need a her. You need some people that you can call upon and ask them to pray for you and to pray with you. And this is what gave Israel The victory, as Moses had his hands up and Aaron's on one side, hers on the other side. Interesting, as Joshua and the army of Israel is down on the battlefield, if they looked up at the hill that they're standing on, what do they see? Three men up there, right? 
Just like Jesus and the two thieves on the hill. Interceding for us. And, and here, this is what gave them victory over Amalek. It, prayer and intercession by Moses. As long as Moses prayed and had his hands up, Israel prevailed. What gives us victory over the flesh? Prayer and the Holy Spirit. Prayer and the Holy Spirit. Please, please listen to me. I know we're going a little bit late, but this is, this is important. You do not, you do not, and you will not gain victory over your flesh through anything you do in your own strength. You do not, and you will not gain victory over your flesh through anything you do in your own strength. You do not gain victory over the flesh through any kind of method or any kind of strategy or program you can implement or plan you can implement or steps you can take. Because all those depend upon your flesh to succeed. You cannot depend upon your flesh to defeat the flesh. Victory comes for the believer, for the follower of Jesus Christ. Our victory over the flesh comes through prayer and the Holy Spirit. Through prayer and the Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 says, listen, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If you walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You will not give in to your carnal desires or your sinful desires. You don't need a method or a strategy or a program or a plan or steps or any, anything else like that. If you walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Now, that is either true or it's not true. And I believe it's true because it's in the Bible. So if you walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. How do I overcome the flesh? I've got all these fleshly desires for evil things, for sinful things. You walk in the Spirit. You walk in the Spirit. Look at verses 14 and, uh, to 16. Then the Lord said, so verse 13, so Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword, but really the victory came through the intercession of Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this for a memorial and the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua. Look what he says, that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and he called its name. The Lord is my banner. For he said, because the Lord has sworn the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Amalek is a picture of what? The flesh. Amalek will be an issue for Israel from generation to generation. Your flesh, my flesh is always an issue. It is always a potential threat. And notice the Lord says, he will blot out Amalek. He doesn't say, Moses, you got to figure out a way to blot out Amalek. Moses, you need to come up with a plan to deal with Amalek. You need to figure out a way to restrain Amalek. No, the Lord says, I will blot out Amalek. And the Lord says, I will have war with Amalek. He doesn't say, Moses, you need to go to war with Amalek. 
and you need to figure out a way to defeat Amalek. The Lord says, I will have war with Amalek. It's the Lord who deals with the flesh on our behalf as we are walking in the spirit, as we are seeking him in prayer. It's the Lord who deals with the flesh. If you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And, and notice also here, you can't compromise with Amalek. You can't come to some kind of agreement or terms with Amalek. Amalek has to be blotted out. It has to be destroyed. You can't compromise with your flesh. You, you can't come to some kind of deal with your flesh. Let's make a deal here. You, you can't attempt to control it or set boundaries for it. The Bible says our flesh has to be crucified. You got to kill it. You got to put it to death. Do you understand what I'm saying? I see so many Christians, not you guys, other Christians, but I see so many Christians that they're trying to come up with some kind of like strategy to control the flesh or some kind of method or some kind of plan or program. How can I how can I overcome my flesh? How can I restrain my flesh? How can I put these you know, boundaries on, on my flesh? That is not what the Bible says you do with your flesh. The Bible says you crucify your flesh. You kill it. Galatians 5, 24. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. Romans chapter 6, verse 6. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Again, that's either true or it's not true, right? But I, I hear Christians who say things like, I've tried that, and I still have this struggle. Well, you haven't crucified the flesh, is what that means. Romans eight thirteen. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit... You put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. It's the spirit who puts to death the deeds of the body. Romans 13, 14. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. That's how you deal with the flesh. You got to kill it. You got to crucify it. But just like a person can't crucify himself, Right. I could drive a nail through my feet. Maybe I could drive a nail through one hand. But I got to have somebody else put the last nail in for me. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who mortifies the deeds of the flesh for me because I can't do it myself. And I can't rely upon my flesh to conquer my flesh. That's just foolish. I need the Holy Spirit to do it. You need the Holy Spirit to do it. This is how you have victory over the flesh. You, you don't need a method or a plan or a program. You need to ask the Holy Spirit to crucify your flesh. And then you walk in the spirit. Constantly yielding to the spirit, surrendering to the spirit. And then the promises you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. And Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Jesus, for the living water of the Holy Spirit that satisfies our deepest thirst. We thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit that crucifies our flesh. 
And we praise you for that, Lord. I pray for all of us here, Lord. I pray for those of us that are just thirsty for more of you, Lord, that you'd fill us afresh with your spirit. Lord, I pray for those here that are struggling with their flesh, that they would crucify their flesh, that they would allow you to crucify the flesh and that they would walk in the spirit. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. He asked me how I know and I say Bring truer than the finest crystal With everything you could have listened to today, we're honored you chose Ring of Truth. Whether it's your first time or your hundredth time listening, we know that the Word of God brought a fresh perspective to your corner of the world. Did your faith grow with this message? Or did it leave you with questions? If you find yourself with questions, please go to calvaryec.com to contact us so we can answer those questions. You can easily and securely fill out the form found under the Question tab. Columbia, Maryland is home base for Ring of Truth episodes, and we want you in our community. So if you're close, let's meet face-to-face. Sunday service times along with midweek service times are available on our website, calvaryec.com. Make sure to mark your calendar to come. For those of you too far away, don't be discouraged. Use our live stream to still be a part of our family. Don't leave our website without looking at the other resources we have provided to strengthen your relationship with Jesus. Before our time is up, would you consider financially donating to this ministry? There are so many more lives to touch for Christ, but we can't do it alone. If you felt a tug at your heart to support us in this way, information can be found on our website, calvaryec.com. Come again for the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.